0: Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as Self Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on SoftDiscoveryWisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful repeat guest is Carmel Ecker. She's been on before where we talked quite deeply, quite about a number of things, but today it's all about being happy. Are you focusing on being happy? She said, what would happen if you decided to simply focus your energy on something that makes you really happy? Simple, isn't it? But do we? She said she's sharing the answer to that question. Earlier this year, she chose to make her favorite thing, mountain biking, the center of her universe, and it resulted in some opportunities that she never imagined could happen. They may sound a touch magical, but isn't there magic in the air? The reality is that this shift was years in the making. So today, we're going to talk about letting go, welcoming your deepest desires, and accepting the consequences. She's on a mission to help you untether yourself from the shoulds and the can'ts that have held you back and and live your amazing life. She's a single parent, mountain mountain, mountain bike coach, life coach, <laughs> podcaster and writer. And she's pretty happy with her life but it wasn't always that way. And for many years, she made safe and practical choices. And she failed spectacularly at living the life she didn't really want to live in the first place. So at the age of 35, she was divorced, single parent, working a job that no longer interested her. And she wasn't spending nearly enough time doing what she loved. When she finally got tired of hearing her own complaining, she hired a coach and started to take full responsibility for the results in her life. 10 years later, she runs her own coaching business, mountain bikes at least three days a week, and finally has found her forever romantic partner which also mountain bikes of course and mountain biking not that's not for me it's a I see people whizzing past me all the time but the thing we've got to find that's something that is our passion right and I love we talked about this before how your mountain biking kind of has become your business because Mountain bikes. Uh, mountain bikers need coaching. They need help with their businesses. And yeah. why were the two passions not put together in the first place? Ding dong. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Han.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, to to answer that last question, like why were they not put together before? Uh, you know, simply a lack of belief that I could do it. <laughs> really? Um, you know, just not not believing that it was possible. Mm -hmm. having fear that you know I would I would fail at this thing or you know we get all in our heads about what we should can can't Mm -hmm. do etc and uh, you know sometimes we just kind of have to make a decision and go and see what happens
0: but isn't that part of the fun of life the exploration of the unknown why have we become so afraid well I don't know it so I don't want to do it well how did we get here as a human race if we yeah. stayed in that state of being? Isn't mm. life about wonderment and about adventure and about ex- exploration? How do we know what we're capable of doing if we're not willing to try it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because uh, I, I believe that really we it, how we are in one area of our life is largely how we are in all the other parts of our life. And yet, I... well. And it's kind of, it is it is true, and I can see it in my mountain biking, right? Mm-hmm. And and if anybody has a hobby that's, you know, sort of a little on the riskier side,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you might notice this, that like, and I have always said, I have a strong sense of self-preservation <laughs> when it comes to riding. So I'm a very- Passion uh, preservation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a very calculated a uh, rider, I, I'm, I will look at lines very carefully. You know, a new line, unless I'm following somebody that I really trust. Mm-hmm. You know, new technical, challenging lines, big drops big jumps. I will look at them before I'm not just going to fly. Some people will just like leap, just leap (laughs) and, and, you know, believe that they can do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. I like my bones in one piece. (laughs) Um, and, and you'll see this right on the trail. There are some riders that are high risk and they get injured fairly often, uh, compared to riders who are a little more on the cautious side and they may not advance as quickly. Um, but, they also don't break themselves nearly as often
0: it's the hare and the tortoise they're the hare rushing to that you know r- r- finish line i can get there faster and then the tortoise <laughs> is like i'll get there don't worry i'm just going to enjoy the experience along the way
1: yes yes and and also like it depends on your definition of you know to, to use the tortoise and hair analogy what is your definition of winning right what is your definition of success for me yes. success is being able to ride until I'm in my 80s mm-hmm. or you know whatever I don't know how long my life is going to be but you know presumably in my family you know around 90 95 mm-hmm. is you know seems to be around the age it, it at might least be then the
0: electric bike then but you're still doing it
1: right? exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly although I do have an e-mountain bike now
0: ah yes yes
1: yes
0: talk (laughs) about taking flight now
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can go faster and farther
0: yes um
1: so that but but that aside yeah it's it's really just you know how do you want to live your life how you know and and i'm taking those lessons from my from my mountain biking and i have gotten more um i I still have that strong sense of self-preservation but i'm a little bit more willing to take risks Mm in the last few years. And one of those risks has been going, you know what, I really love the mountain biking community Mm -hmm. and that's who I want to work with. Exactly. You get it. So why don't I bring my work to that community? And it's like you said, it seems like such a no brainer, Exactly. but you know, there was in my head this need to separate the two,
0: but that's, that is what we do. We Mm. think that our passions or our hobbies or things like this, um, that they should be separate. Why should yeah. they be separate? Um, why are we thinking that something that really I would get up and do mm-hmm. after a hangover or you know, after the flu or with COVID or anything else, I'll get up and do because I love it so much. Yeah. Why can't that become your work? And won't you be better at it? Because you understand the community, you understand Mm -hmm. the passion. I mean, it's all very well somebody from the outside coming in and helping them. But if they don't understand the passion of it, the drive behind it, how are they going to serve them?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've been doing this for 27-ish years. I actually can't remember the exact year that I started mountain biking, (laughs) but uh, I know that it was in the mid to late 90s. And, and so I, I understand the experience of being a mountain biker and, and because I'm a mindset coach and I know that often mountain bikers, we, we focus on the skills that we need to learn. So the, the technical skills, the physical skills, we, we take all kinds of camps and, and progression series and all these things to get better. And then we go out on the trail and we face that that bigger obstacle that has scared the pants off of us. And we still can't ride it Mm. because we haven't addressed the mental side, right? The mindset piece. And mountain biking really is 80% mental.
0: It's trust.
1: It is totally trust.
0: It's trust in your own instincts. It's trust in what you have learned. It's learning to which are the hairs that are the frill on the back of my neck and which are the hairs that are the warning, yes. right? It, I, th- I would imagine, you know, because I think at any time that you find something that you're so passionate about, you are it. You are yeah. in it, you are it, you are tuned into it and yeah. you are at one with it. And that's yeah. what you are actually having is the experience of it. So you're totally immersed into it. But if the head's in the way, how can you immerse yourself into the experience?
1: hmm Yeah, it's true. And it's like it's not just a mountain biking thing, like mm. it's any other mm. thing that you engage in, any other activity that you engage in. And it doesn't even have to be physically high risk. I mean, no. getting into a new relationship.
0: Yes. Right? That, that can be quite risk. hair raising. That well.
1: it can be quite <laughs> hair-raising, right? And and one of the things that we don't do very well, I find, um, nowadays, maybe, maybe it was always this way. I don't know, but Um, some of us tend to ignore those red flags. Right? Like you talked about the two different kinds of hairs, the 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 ones that are like, woo, this is cool, and the ones that are like, warning, warning, danger, (laughs)
0: run. Uh, Yeah, when we go over to the cool side until yes, all of the hairs get in and but why don't we pay attention to that? You know, as you said, as a mountain biker. You know, and maybe the terrain isn't good today. It's been raining a great deal. So that particular mm. ride at the present might might be slippery and not a wise thing to go down right now. So yeah. just because you have done it and you can do it, should you do it right now under the circumstances? And we don't That's take a... that type of thing into equation, do we?
1: yeah often we don't yeah and 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 the the mountain biking analogy just applies to so many different areas of life right and and you're right it it has been raining a lot here and (laughs) there are certain things that i'm not riding right now that i will ride in the summer because they're drier the rocks are tackier it's you know there are certain rocks that when they get wet they're just slippery and Mm. you're gonna slide down and it's frankly just not safe right And that's where that strong sense of self-preservation comes in. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: This isn't the death drop that we want, you know, Mm. not the kind of experience I want to have, you know, Uh, know, but but that's the whole point in anything that you're going to do in life, isn't it, is that it's gauging, Mm. you know, any business, any business person investing in a business, any business you're investing in, and the first thing is you're investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. right? Now, how much of yourself can you put into this? How much do you need to invest in yourself in order to pour yourself into it? And you have to gauge what's important, where you're going to put the time, the effort or the money. And if we don't ask those questions, we're so busy looking out. what do I need for my business? It's like, but hey, hey, you first, you first, what do you need to be your business? Because it doesn't matter what you're doing, you are your business.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I think you're you're pointing a little bit to the the why
0: yes right the
1: why yes. that we're doing what we're doing and and you know if it, there's a simon sinek video about um about why the why behind and he's got a great book called start with why mm-hmm. uh love this it why these are called the why so shows. good <laughs> yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So and if good. you
0: don't know I, your why you don't know your how
1: yes yeah
0: you gotta know why you're doing it
1: Exactly. It, well, I mean, you might you might be able to figure out the how, mm. but if you don't have the why,
0: then why are you, you doing it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Why are you doing it yeah. like you're you're just kind of um, you're choosing things maybe because someone else yes. that is great or it's a, a trend that's coming and you mm-hmm. think you can make money at it mm. or, um, you know, you're you're spa- you, somebody says that, oh, you know what, you're really good at that. You should turn that into a business. Mm. And just because you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean you should make a business out of It's
0: <laughs> the P with It's the passion with it. Yeah. Because it's the passion that, that takes you over the rocky parts. It's the passion yes. that gets you to the finish line. It's the passion that gets you up in the morning to keep on doing it. If mm-hmm. you don't have the passion and the why of that passion, why are you so passionate? You're yeah. not going to commit to it and you'll start finding excuses or shortcuts because you're not invested in it.
1: Yes, your your why and your passion will take you through um, what's called the emotional cycle of change. And I can't remember off the top of my head who uh, coined that, but uh, where I found it was in the 12 week year which is a great book that I also recommend. <laughs> um, but they talk about the emotional cycle and change. And it's where, you know, you start something new, maybe it's a new habit or a new business or whatever. And you've got all this optimism going in. You're so excited about it. It's, you know, this is going to be great and wonderful. And then you get past that, you know, that point of you've gotten started and now you're starting to see all of the work that it's going to take <laughs> and how hard it's going to be. and And all of a sudden the doubts start to come in oh, was this a good idea? Maybe, maybe I'm really going to suck at this. And, mm-hmm. and especially if you've got people around you who are not necessarily supportive or who are questioning, Whoa, is this a really good it idea?
2: It yeah. yeah <laughs> haven't you made it? Yeah, And the longer
1: the time goes on, you're like, oh my God, this is taking too long. Or maybe I'm bleeding money. That mm-hmm. often happens when you start a new mm-hmm. business or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and it's in order to be able to get through that part and, and through the bottom where things are really hard until you hit the upswing, you have to have a really powerful why or passion, uh, both ideally, um, so that you you have the energy to keep going. You have the commitment to keep going. Yeah.
0: They're getting up every morning. You know, I've been doing this um, in April, will be 12 years um, mm. and I, 10 and a half years with my own network. And, and I've had many a person question, why are you doing it? You're <laughs> not making money. Well, why are you doing it? I've seen you do it through COVID, through, you know, having COVID and everything else. Why do you keep doing it? And I said, because I have to. Yeah. I have to, because it's it's everything I've ever done in my life has led me up to this point to be prepared to do this.
2: Mm. Right,
0: And so it is a commitment, it is a passion, it is a contribution, right? Because we're here to always contribute something to society. And when you've got that, I just have to, I just have to, then you Mm. know you're on the right track.
1: Yeah. It's that feeling of being compelled. Yes. Like this is, I don't know if this is, it's not necessarily about, well, this is why I'm here in the world but it's like, this is meaningful for me. Yes.
0: Meaningful purpose. Never, ever underestimate that. What is your purpose? Is it meaningful to you? Because Mm -hmm. before you speak it, people want to feel it. Yeah. And when they feel it, then the words are just, you know, the icing on the cake, but they feel the passion. Why are we drawn to certain speakers or certain people that we look up to? It's the passion in which they, they talk about what they're doing or what they're passionate about. It's that energy that we tap into. As you've talked about, where are you putting your energy? Are you putting it into happiness? Are you putting it on the right track? Yes. Or are you feeling, all the energy is all going to the difficulties. Well, if you feed the positives and the happiness, the difficulties aren't so difficult. They're just chores you have to do. Just like, you know, when you're, having a feast you know you've got to peel the potatoes and cut the onions who likes to do that but in order to put the food on the table that everyone's going to go ah and dive in on yep. you know there's that aspect of it but if yeah. you're focusing on the happy and everyone around the table digging into that meal enjoying each other's company and feasting away on each other's energy yeah. then you don't mind doing the chore parts of it
1: yes exactly exactly and that's that's kind of what happened for me earlier this year I was I was simply thinking you know what I really love this sport this is what I love to do and and when I am out on the trail and I'm rolling along generally downhill i mean the uphill's fun too but it's just a different fun yes it's uh, exercise it's
0: good for me downhill yeah.
1: freedom freedom <laughs> yeah i'm feeling that freedom and the the wind is rushing past mm. me and i'm i'm dancing with my bike mm. as i roll across the terrain um you know up and over rocks and roots and you know down rock faces and things like that and i just have this feeling of it's complete freedom. It's being totally connected to my body. It's being able to everything. It's being able to, it's mastering this machine that's underneath Mm -hmm. me and knowing what it's going to do in different contexts, because I've been doing this for so long. There is just, for me, nothing like that. Right, And I love hearing people talk about Yeah, what they really love, what really brings them joy and, and seeing them literally light up Mm -hmm. their face just lights up Mm -hmm. when they talk about it and their voice gets, you know, it's slightly higher pitch and (laughs) and you can hear the excitement. And, you know, I think, gosh, like, why aren't you making that more important in your life?
0: Mm. It it really, um, I mean, you've, Now found that path of taking Mm -hmm. your passion and taking your ability and putting the two together to serve that community. Right, finally you put the two pieces together. The Rubik's Cube is now set. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But as I said, it means that when you are talking to them, it's not an outsider trying to come in and sell a good program. It's somebody Mm -hmm. saying, "I understand," and you know they they relate to how you feel about it. It's a kind of a hidden heaven code between you, a hidden vibe where you, Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Now that we get it, what are we going to do about it? Where else can we take this? How can we use this passion in every aspect of our lives?
1: Yes. And it it doesn't mean that, you know, that passion you have needs to make you money. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the path that I've chosen. Yeah, But your passion doesn't have to make you money. It's, it's about feeling, you know, how can I integrate what I get from that thing mm-hmm. um, into the, rest. how can I take it and integrate it into the rest of my life? Yes. That feeling, how can I bring the joy yeah. from that into my cooking? How can I bring mm. the joy from that into my work? Mm. How can I bring the joy from that into my relationship with my partner or my kids or my parents or, you know, whoever, or into your life. friends, into life right? In general. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Instead of there being like, well, this is where I feel really fired up and I have my joy and then I go back to the rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> Yes.
0: Right? That's not the, you know, the whole reason why the joy is being shown to you is showing the state of being that you can achieve. Now, find ways to bring that state of beingness into all aspects of your life. Yes. And, you know, that same joy, that same evolution, that you have a freedom. How do I bring it into my life? Well, it's a different mindset, a different perspective on the way you look at life. Yeah. Right? We, we're inclined to look at life as it's either, you know, a duty. You know, um, instead of a commitment, it's um, Mm -hmm. it's a burden instead of a pleasure or Mm -hmm. we don't find gratitude in the small things Mm -hmm. because we feel so overladen with everything. It's just like clean house, get rid of all those feelings that are not Mm -hmm. serving you and Mm -hmm. allow that etheric passion that you have when you're writing or when you're finding something that you really love doing and bring that energy into everything that you do.
1: Yeah. Why do we yeah. not
0: do that? Why do we compartmentalize that joy is only for me then? And I'm going to go and be miserable over here, even though I'm good <laughs> at it. And it's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs>
1: yeah. How's that yeah. working
0: for you? <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think we need to in bring in what um something that Wayne Dyer says. Uh, when you change the way you look at things, mm-hmm. the things you look at change.
0: Absolutely. He,
1: he was a master of these yes. beautiful little phrases.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> I, know, I I loved Wayne Dye because it, it was also always it's simply approachable. Like, yes, I can do mm-hmm. that. Yes, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It wasn't a big, huge thing or rah, rah, rah. It yeah. was just a simple statement of, yeah, you're right. Yeah. If I look at it differently it's going to change the way I see it. And that comes back to choice. Yes. How do we choose to look at
1: things? Absolutely. I have a, I have a fun example from my own life of, you know, I had this dream of living on in a, in a house on the edge of a trail network. So I could just like roll out my front door (laughs) and, and be riding on the trails at any time that I wanted. I mean, obviously, you know, I have other responsibilities, but, (laughs) but, you know, to be able to just roll out the front door, And I had been in my current, I'm in a little condo. And I had been here for, I don't know, a couple of years before I really looked at what I had here. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? If I go this direction, 10 minutes on my bike, riding on my bike, leaving my house in this direction, I'm on dirt in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. And then and then, um, just in the last couple of years, another trail network was Mm purpose-built 10 minutes in the other direction right so i actually have two riding areas 10 minutes by bike from my house no Um, i don't live on the edge of a trail network exactly i live really close to two Two, two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly and the thing is you've been in the middle you're Mm. also now available for all the other things you have to do business children etc etc so really you've got the lovely teacher taught to right balance right yeah, You're there it's... in the middle I can address everything else I need to do in life and I've got this freedom here and that freedom there and I can bring both of those freedoms into the center
1: exactly so it's pretty perfect
0: yes but I have to tell a, a quick story here um I'm looking I'm not in my usual background so I'm looking yeah. after my daughter's house right now and the cat who just says feed me and ignores me difficult <laughs> cat thing um, but it's kind of nice because I've, I've got the whole house to myself and catching up on things which is great and they are um, as a family right now in Prince Rupert and a few months ago she said mom I don't react but we're thinking of all moving to Prince Rupert we want you to go with us and I go really and then I found out how far away it was and that it's 280 something days a year gray skies and rain yes. and I thought well you know she needs help with the babies I'll do it out of duty but I don't want to go I went to England and my whole mindset was trying to get Sarah you're doing it for her you're doing it for her I come back phone the day I get back I'm back oh by the way Prince Rupert's off the table oh really oh, okay I'll fill you in at the weekend okay put the phone down oh thank thank God. God. <laughs> I'm moving from Victoria to Nanaimo and I didn't want to leave Victoria because I love Victoria. You live there too. You know, it's a great place to live. And then it was like, uh, you know, I don't know Nanaimo. It's very, it's it's more disconnected rather than kind of a hub. And, uh, but suddenly Nanaimo became beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And it did for her. They suddenly realized what they got here. Instead of like um, going somewhere else to look for it, it um, it ended up Prince Rupert had floods. (laughs) So they changed their mind, right? And I'm just hoping they don't fall in love with it right now and change their minds because I ain't going. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like they suddenly realize what they actually do have here. And sometimes Mm -hmm. in looking at the grass that appears to be greener on the other side, stand on the hill. Look at that grass. Yes, it's really lush. You've got to mow that. Turn around and look at yours. All right, there may not be as much green grass, but there's all these other opportunities and things to do as well. And there's Absolutely. a less less green grass to mow. So you know, sometimes <laughs> it's looking at the arena you're in, yeah. and being and looking for the opportunities within your arena without having to chase something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, else. and some and sometimes that's as simple as practicing gratitude. Yes, right? gratitude for what you have instead of always pining for what you don't have.
0: Yes. And, and I think that sometimes, um, you know, having a little shift like that kind of makes you look at it and go, yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, I do have a lot. I do have two trails either side of me, 10 minutes away. You yeah. know, 10 minutes to get there is nothing. And okay. then freedom, right? And I go out for a ride for an hour or two, come back and get back to business. Yes. Rejuvenated, right? I mean, what yes. a gift. If you it, were it living is, on the on the edge of a trail place and you have to go and do business, you've got to come back in and then you've got to go into town and then go and do your business. Here, you're right equal on both sides. So, yeah. I am in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and it's one of the things that allowed me this location is what allowed me to decide earlier this year. You know what? I am going to ride my bike three days a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know at noon because i you know my weekends are a little uh, weekends are a li- little bit tough you know i have my son mm-hmm. um i'm also dating somebody who doesn't live here so you know a lot of times my weekends are consumed by those two okay.
0: circumstances yes they're, they're just <laughs> different joys different happy
1: absolutely but it means that okay so where am i going to create mm. the space yeah to make mountain biking, as important as I want it to be for exactly. it to be something that I get to do as often as I well, maybe not as often as I want, but more often than I had been. Yes. And, and so yeah, I was like, Okay, well, at noon, I'm gonna block and if you looked at my calendar, you'll see at noon mm-hmm. every day, there's an hour and a half block so that I can go um, mountain biking. Go and that me is and my your bike.
0: rejuvenation that it is that what comes back from that? is now poured into your clients poured into your work yes. because yeah. you feel so rejuvenated you feel so at one with yourself and whoever's getting yeah. you after that is getting you know the icing on the cake
1: Yeah, exactly. I come back with more ideas. Mm -hmm. I'll sometimes get uh, ideas on the trail and Mm -hmm. then I have to stop and put them in my phone so I don't forget (laughs) them. (laughs) But as I'm riding along, you know, I can I can let my my I mean, I'm I'm focused and in the moment. I'm very much paying attention to what's going on the trail because it's dangerous not to do that. Mm -hmm. So my wine. But, you know, a a thought will pop because our brains wander all the time, time. right? Mm A thought will pop into my head and I'll just be like, oh, man, I got to capture that because, you know, I'm, I need to share that or that's going to be great for my web page or, you know, uh, maybe it'll be something that a, a client needs to hear. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can just stop on this. And I, I don't know if I would have those moments yes. of like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was still sitting at my desk. Right. Or, you right. know, maybe over lunch sitting at, at my kitchen table you know, eating, eating, and maybe I don't know, watching a show or something. I don't (laughs) don't know is
0: that you're you're in a particular channel. Yeah, when you're when you're doing one thing, you're switching channels when you go and do something that uplifts you. Mm. right and that shifts the channel and that allows that knowingness which you've heard me talk about so often Mm. to come through when you open up that channel the knowingness of what you need to know when you need to know it Mm. now has the freedom to come through because your your mechanical mind is busy keeping you on the path yeah so your your spiritual mind your etheric mind can now open up and just download yeah, it's it's not the egos, not in the way they I mean, like, I often write with the music in the background, you know, uh, and how can you do two things once just focus? I, I love silence. I, I hear a lot in silence. But if I want yeah. to focus on something, it's good for my mechanical mind to go and um, be listening to something while I, my creative mind can do its own thing. Right, yeah. so it's allowing that creativity. What gets you doing it in any business? Can you go and take a walk at lunchtime? Yes. Right? Are you into exercise? Uh, is it meditation? Break up your routine and go and do something that you know that gives you that. Ah,
1: yeah. And then yeah. bring that
0: back to your work.
1: Yeah. If I've got a particularly full day, that that hour and a half Mm -hmm. where I can go and be on my bike is so incredibly valuable. I've come back and I feel rejuvenated for the afternoon. If I don't, I actually, what I find happens for me is that I start spinning my wheels around one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh Like I have my lunch break and that's great, but I haven't moved my body. Right. And there's, there's, I'm sure there's science behind it. I don't know what it is, but just, I think that getting up, moving your body, you know, actively using your muscles and, and, and getting out and seeing something different than, Mm. you know, the box of our office. I think there's so much value in that, just stepping away from that um, and and giving yourself that break. And then you can come back and refocus.
0: But it's not just more of a break. It's, as I said, it's opening up that channel. Physically, you're getting the break. You're getting Mm -hmm. everything flowing. All the juices are flowing. Yeah. And that means the creative juices are flowing.
1: Absolutely. And like your
0: body feels great. Your channel is wide open. Yeah. And then all that lovely clarity is just pouring in. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. Because you're but, not
1: overthinking, right? Yes. Like when you're sitting at your ah. desk, you're you're thinking about, okay, I have to do this and I have to do this. And oh, I need to, I actually, when uh, um, I had to write something recently and I was sitting at my computer and... I I realized that actually the screen, the brightness of the screen, and everything just wasn't working for me. I wasn't able to tap into anything, and right. I just simply moved over to my couch mm-hmm. and relaxed and breathed mm-hmm. and said, okay, and kind of said to myself, "Okay, what do I? What needs to come out of me?" Yes. In this moment, and it's and and things eventually started, and then I would. T- come back to my computer and 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 type up what had come and then i'd if there was a lull i'd go back to the couch (laughs) (laughs) but it was just you know giving myself uh space away from the environment that was not clearly not allowing me Mm -hmm. to access what i needed to access in that moment
0: it's also i think you know we, we especially as business people or even the business of life I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And oh. you know, I, I did a show a few weeks ago on my own channel, Sarah's View of Life, where I talked about all the balls up in the air. And, yeah. you know, we, we've talked about it. I have my book that was coming out, which has just been released. And I have the, old, um, I've forgotten children book series anthology. I'm a part of another anthology, and then a part of another anthology coming in uh, April, June. Yeah. And Plus, you know, I'm going on Roco and, and all these balls were up in the air, everything that I had to do. And it's like, if you look at all of them, it's just like overwhelming, right? (laughs) And it's like, okay, what's the most important ball I need to do right now? Okay, you Mm -hmm. can drop. I'm going to deal with you. I'll get to you. Ah, no, you can wait a bit. I'll take you now. Right? And when you put yourself in that space of where you can breathe, like the oxygen is running through your body, everything is in flow. Okay, you know which is the most important thing you need to do in the moment. And then you can concentrate on it. You know there's a lot of lineup of things up there. And you also know, as you know, that (laughs) Mm any time you, you know, lay a plan, this is going to be done by this and this is going to be done by that. (laughs) God laughs and goes, really? No, it's going to be done when the timing is right and I'll let you know when it is. Yes. (laughs) So sometimes we just have to surrender to that. Okay, I understand things aren't coming together. Why are they not coming together? Wrong timing. All right. Okay.
1: Yes. And I think sometimes we also need to, uh, take inventory of which balls yes. are, the, are, are, are truly important. Yes. Because we can sometimes get caught up in like, we've established priorities. Like yes. we've, we've, we've One, two, put, three you four. know, this and this ball, this and this <laughs> yeah. ball, and they're all up there. And then sometimes things change. Mm-hmm. And some of those things that were put up, you know, are no longer actually a priority. Right. They can just be let go, huh. but we're not very good at doing that all the time.
0: No. Well, you've been up there for so long. I feel like it's dutiful to kind of include right? you, but you know, really you're not relevant anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one thing that I really think uh, is important to make sure is always up there. This is an ongoing priority is um, finding joy. Yes, and taking, and taking care of ourselves.
0: Well, that's the one ball at a time, isn't it? Because with that one ball, mm. okay, this is all I'm going to focus on. I'm going to enjoy doing this. This is my creative mm-hmm. juices, right? Yeah. I, I know that I can concentrate on this because I, I can let everything else go for the moment. Yeah. Right? And I can find joy in why I'm doing it because we're so busy yeah. doing what we're doing. We forget about why we're doing. And when you can step back into the why you're doing it, then the joy comes out of it because you're not, oh, another ball dropped and another ball dropped, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> okay, no, 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 you can stay up there. I'm busy right now. I'm in my creative juices. Yeah. And you can concentrate on that and find the joy of why you're doing it in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tapping into that, tapping yeah. into that joy of why, like what's the meaning? Yeah, What's the meaning behind this thing? And I, I think that really, you know, to go back to the choosing, mm-hmm. making sure that what was a priority is still a priority, yeah. you know, that can really help you um, yes. establish, you know, yeah. oh, should that ball actually be up there? Uh, actually, that needs to be in somebody else's space. Yes. That's what not actually to, one that I,
0: you know, 2027, 20, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: you know, what? there's nothing wrong with writing a yeah. um I uh, I can't remember who, who shared this with me, but it was a never going to do list. <laughs> I like that (laughs) and so it was it was a way to like get things that are you know maybe passion products or oh someday wouldn't it be so great to do this um and actually write it on the never gonna do list Mm. so that it's out there and if by chance some you know space opens up the the right opportunity comes along and all of a sudden you know that item becomes possible like you've got it right but you remove it from the now yes Yes. you remove you you relieve yourself of the pressure yeah. of keeping that in your mental mm-hmm. like you know make, uh, keeping this space part right of your now. mental yeah, yeah taking yeah. up your mental space mm. yeah
0: i'm, I'm a, a person that gets um they give me these downloads and they gave me one about you know nearly six years ago and it and it was where i'm taking my business and if and what i do is i make a graphic out of it mm. um and so i created a graphic i through this almost six years all it's changed is the pictures but what I was shown to do is Mm -hmm. still there everything Mm -hmm. is still there and I had I tried doing it with this person and that person and it didn't work out okay fine I had to wait for the alignment I had to wait for everything to be in sync that means other people were on their journey they were meant to be a part of my journey uh, and so we had to wait for others to be in the right place at the right time. And then yeah. suddenly, all at once with all the balls up in the air, it all came you know, now. And awesome. it's like every single thing that was in that picture without me forcing, without me pushing it has now is coming into picture, is really coming yeah. in and stepping yeah. up, which is absolutely great. So sometimes is, yes, it, it's a great idea. Keep the idea alive like it's there mm-hmm. one day. I won't mm. call it the forever thing because, you know, you never know. I'll just call it one day, yeah. the one day when it's the ready, day, yeah. it will come. And yes. then when it does, it's like, I, I know why you're here. All right. Yes. You're here now. That must mean the people are right for it at the right time. And, yeah. and then it will come in at the right time with the right people, because if yeah. you force it, you're inclined to hook up with the wrong people and then get disappointed because it didn't work out because just because you were given the vision doesn't mean it was meant to be done now
1: yes yes and then there's like just kind of an add-on to that you know you asked me earlier well you know how come how come this mountain biking and 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 coaching didn't come together earlier and it's like well maybe i wasn't ready right for whatever reason yes and it was it wasn't until i was ready that it was all able to come together, because I, you know, I had the idea for years. Yes, I somehow, I somehow want yes. to make mountain biking part of my work or mm-hmm. or make it a core part of my life. But it was always kind of just a hobby. Oh, it was this thing that I did, did that I really that enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't know if it's that I just needed to grow into the right space or whatever, but all of a sudden it just clicked, and yeah. I was ready and I yeah. made the choice, I made the commitment, you know what? And it simply started with, I'm gonna go and mountain bike three days a week. Right. That's the commitment that I'm gonna make to myself. And I don't know if anything else is gonna come of this, mm-hmm. but I know that this is really important to me. It brings me joy. It makes me a better parent. It makes me a better business person, a better coach. I like. I'm. I feel more creative. Like I was thinking about all of the benefits that it yes. brings to my life and why wouldn't I just commit to that so that's what I did (laughs) it was a very simple beginning
0: and then other people in the mountain bike community feel that they they know there's that hidden connection yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean I know how you feel right and then you go and now I am coaching people in this how to bring the same joy into everything else that they do you are (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I get you. I get your energy. I get why you're doing it. Okay. I want to know how you do that. Yeah. How do you bring the same happiness that you find in the authority of going down a mountain into your everyday life? Because they hadn't made the connection yet. You've made the connection. That's the reason why you've made the connection Just to show them how to make the connection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just so beautiful, right? That That even the idea that Us living our lives fully authentically, you know, uh, being who we want to be in this world can actually have a positive ripple effect on everyone that we come into contact. Like we don't have to have this grandiose plan for I'm going to make impact in the world. And, you know, we might not know. We might not know what the thing is that we're going to do. It might just be living your life fully authentically. It's That's the difference the between
0: doing and being. When you mm. are being, you are resonating and yeah. people want a part of that energy. When you're doing, <laughs> you you're very good at what you do. But when people feel their being of you, I want some of that. How do I get it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think of anyone that uh, you follow online, mm. it's not so much what they're saying it's it's the passion that they bring to right. it it's yes. the joy that they bring to it what yeah. was um uh i'm how could i f- actually forget her name but the the quote is you know people will forget what you said yes they'll forget what you did Anjali, Anjali, that the angel yeah. Uh, yes yeah uh, uh, Maya Angelou. <laughs> maya angelou thank you yeah so they'll forget what you said they'll forget what you did but they'll never forget how you made, made them, feel. them feel
0: and that I think, you know, I'm I'm always saying this, uh, feel your knowledge, don't think your knowledge. When we think our knowledge, and always, yes, but, yes, but, or what if comes up. And I say, sit on your butt, right? The what if it could actually happen. But when you feel that wisdom, that then becomes the knowledge you need that's relevant in the moment. Then you actually truly understand what it is you need to do right but Mm -hmm. we get caught up in this intellectualism of thinking and thinking well those is a wonderful incredible database it is uh, as you go down the mountain bike all the strategy and the warnings and the and the training that you've had through the years of how to stay on the bike right but without the wisdom of enjoying the moment and experiencing the experience of it you're getting caught on the how you must do it instead of the why you need to do it
1: Mm completely completely and you're pointing to something that actually uh, we learn at any any coach who's been trained as a coach uh we learn this you know we we often get caught when you're when you're a brand new coach you get caught in the okay I got to make sure that I ask the right question to help the client get to da 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 and and something that we have to and we really do have to um reconcile is that what's in our head mm. will will not necessarily help the client. Mm-hmm. We need to fully listen, fully listen to what they're saying and not worry about, am I gonna ask the right question?
0: It will automatically materialize because mm-hmm. all the training is, is now how you know to get down a mountain bike and stay on the bike. All that training is there, that instinctual uh, automatic the automatic mechanics is there. Mm -hmm. When you actually feel the person, and you feel what they're saying, you truly Mm -hmm. hear, because you're feeling it, the right question, or even the right answer will come without you having to think it because the wisdom knows how to extract the right thought at the right time, without your ego or your expectation getting in the way.
1: Yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. So um, I, I love that there's that I had not really made that parallel connection between, you know, being on the trail and being in the moment, and and also being in the moment with a client, but it makes it makes so much sense.
0: There's a book that I've been wanting to bring up all the way through the show and I was waiting for a moment, but I'm just diving in with it. It's yes, a dive book. in. It's called Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Uh, and
1: we've talked about this yes, before. And we I have st- talked about this. I, I haven't read it. Actually, no, I still haven't <laughs> read it. It's on. I know it's on my list. And you know what, after we finish today, I'm actually going to go and I'm going to buy it so that I don't procrastinate. <laughs> it's very, anymore. very
0: small. And he wrote the one minute management and a few other things as well. But this (laughs) one I read God about 30 years ago. I can't remember. And I'm a true colors coach. So it's always about the four key personality perspectives. And this is around form. So it's two mice, two men around abundance of cheese. One day the cheese is gone. And it's the reaction. And you have Hem and Ha and Hem is give me back my cheese. Who do I have to sue? And Ha is like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, but hell, I'm hungry. But Sniffy and Scurry, the mice are sniffing and scurrying around for new trees. And Ha eventually goes, well, they're obviously on the right track. I'm going to follow them. It's how we deal with change. And, you know, again, I imagine having come across it myself that when people have been in one industry and they were good at it and now they want to go out and do their own business with it is that they don't realize there's many things that have to change. There's many things that you have to let go of. And some people are really, really hard at letting go and accepting change of taking that leap out and trust faith. And I say, you have to, you have to um, see, what is it? Take that leap of faith, blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear and feel. Right? That's that trust. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you you know why you want to do this business, you know what you're good at, but there's a certain amount of trust and allowing that you need to have and surrender you need to have to be shown the path to that abundant cheese. Now the hems of the world, give me back my cheese, who do I have to sue? Are going to starve because they're yes. unwilling to change. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You can't help a hem. They have to help themselves. You mm-hmm. can't help them. That's their mindset is set. But yeah. her and everybody else, it's like, yes, they're on the right track. Let's just guide them along the way. That they never forget their why.
1: Hmm. Mm. Such a good story, you know, and it's so simple. Right. But, but you're so right. And I've, I've actually, I think one of the things that we've seen in, in recent with COVID, yes. right. Is that business changed. The world has changed. The, yeah. the economy has changed yeah. and there's a lot of complaining
0: mm-hmm.
1: about what's changed because life has gotten more expensive houses, at least in this part of the world, houses have gotten a Ridiculously. lot more expensive. Ridiculously. <laughs> Although I will say that the, um, the prices do seem to be slightly nudging downward as inventory. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, slowly. <laughs> slowly, slowly. But you know, so things have changed and and you know, there are even businesses that, you know, even though the world seems to be past COVID, there are lots of businesses that are still recovering. Yes. Right? Yes. And they're still navigating the new reality Mm -hmm. of business and figuring out, well, and and the ones that go, okay, how am I going to innovate in order to stay relevant? How am I going to change things to add value Mm -hmm. to my customers rather than discounting my services? Yeah. How, you know, they're, they're innovating their business. They're looking at things in a different way, right? In order to change, you know, change what they're seeing. Um and if we don't do that, we're like the the hems, Hem. right? Yep. We'll go by the and, way and just an mm. outraged, outraged yes. that yes. that you know our cheese is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, instead of saying, "Well, you know, where can I find more cheese?"
0: Exactly. And, uh, you know, do I want the same old cheese or, you know, am I going to, you know, a different type of cheese now? You know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I there's so many so
1: opportunities a- that can happen from, yeah. you know, from a, a major change like that, yeah. like a, a business, like an industry completely yes. changing, say, right? And your Absolutely. business needing to... Make changes evolve. to stay relevant, evolve yeah. to stay relevant. Yeah.
0: You're a podcaster as well, and you get to interview illuminating people. And I know that when COVID first came out, you know, I suddenly was doing eight shows a week and really, you know, foot to the pedal there. But the amount of people I, were, I was meeting were saying, you know, I used to fly everywhere, never saw my family, never got to do my passion. Now I can go surfing, come back and do a meeting from my car, and then go back out surfing again. And, uh, I'm never going to go back to flying around the world, right? And, yeah. and, and it's changed the way we, and those, and there was somebody else who, she was already in her 60s and been in the industry for a long time, going into work with corporate and uh, with her program. And she said, I don't know what to do now. And so uh, just something again, it came through and I said, well, now you're going to create that same program online and have everybody do it online. And then when you can go back, then you go back into the industry with everybody. They've already done the program and then you can you know, take it from there. So she did, right? But it's Fabulous. the panic of, you know, the, hem, the ha, I'm getting hungry, <laughs> where do I find my cheese <laughs> rather than sniffing and scary that I sniffed it out. And it's yeah. that it goes back to change your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to, you know, Prince Rupert just composed the 9 I the 9 looking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> And it is beautiful folks. It's just that it wasn't Victoria. So, you know, there's something about Victoria that is really gorgeous. Um, but it is also, I think we can't see opportunity. We can't see solutions Mm. if we're in anxiety. Yes. It shuts us down. It closes up our body. It, all of the energy just goes tight. We have to take that deep breath. We have to say, I surrender. I allow, please show me the way. And when you do that, Your chakras are lined up. Your energy is running through your body. Everything is in flow. And you don't think, come on, hurry up. Like there's that wonderful meditation thing. Hurry up meditation. I haven't got all day. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing like that. It will come to you Mm. when you're riding your bike down a mountain, when you're doing something unusual, right? It will suddenly come to you and you go, yes, that's the answer. Just make yeah. sure you document it.
1: Right? Yes, yes. Well, some people are really good at remembering. I don't, mm. uh, for me, once I've spoken something. I know.
0: Yes, me too. It's out there. It, it's <laughs> like it, it, it
1: vanishes. Yes, it's it's the weirdest thing. So no, I I, I am one of those people that, you know, once I speak it, I, I have to record right. it. Yes. Or it yes.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same. And some people can remember it and things like this. And uh, I mean, I've just put up my own book on Amazon and I put the wrong title up. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's the typical Sarah thing. And anybody reads the book, they're going to realize that's a typical Sarah thing. And I think that's also something else, too. You know, the one thing I loved about through COVID is that all the talk show hosts were now doing all their interviews by Zoom.
2: Mm. So instead
0: of people make up hair in their two, three minutes, all on their best behavior, no, now in zoom, no makeup, no hair, maybe not great lighting kids running around in the background and they were themselves and it changed the way interviewing went and it made it more personal, more relaxed, more casual and less, you know, facadish. And Mm. I, and I love the fact that, you know, the thing is, there is no such things as perfection, but there are perfect moments
1: oh yes absolutely absolutely and it's funny that you mentioned like the the um unfiltered experience because i i don't know if you can hear it but i have construction going on and i'm like oh god it why, to- why today <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know that's like that's real life that's life yeah. that's real life Stop and sweating
0: and- sweating you know the it's unnecessary like it's life you know if you're wanting her to be in a studio and all of that type of thing is are you getting the real car Carmel? No. no yeah. there's her bikes in the background for those that are just listening right there's the yeah. passion hanging up on the wall right behind her and this yeah. is life you know it's let's let go of the facade we've been taught for yes. so long that the facade is important in all aspects of our life it yeah. isn't it isn't yeah. just it is you know I remember when I first was going to video. Somebody talked me into doing video because I only did audio for five years, and she said, "Sarah, right. it's time to do video." And I said, "Well, who wants to listen, see this old bag, right?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch! And then, That's as I it, the back of my head kind of went whack, and said, "It's not about you; it's about the content, yeah. right?" And people can choose to see, or they can choose to hear. It's, yeah. it's not about you, and it's, it is about the content. And if we get hung up, what she's wearing is her makeup okay? Is the background okay? Is this or that? Then we're missing the importance of the content.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get caught up in the minutia, mm. right? Instead of and and that's that's us being in our heads, yes, versus you know tapping into that inner wisdom mm-hmm. that knows the right question or. The right words to share with somebody in a time of struggle yes. or you know that that your kid doesn't need to hear you tell them uh that it's all going to be okay or that you know they've they better pull up their socks or whatever it is you know whatever the context might be but just give them a hug yes and say i love you yes. i love you unconditionally yeah.
0: we'll weather this together
1: yeah we're yes we're in this together yeah
0: yeah And that's sometimes all they need to know. We can't promise tomorrow. We don't know. I mean, COVID has certainly been that shakeup for Mm -hmm. the rest of the world. We can't promise tomorrow. Um, What we can do is promise that we're in it together, no matter where we are. And that that love is unshakable. And -hmm. that's the love, the core. And that's the same thing as you would have for your children, as you would have for a, a relationship. Have that same love for what you do. Mm. why you're doing it
1: and for yourself yes I think that's a really you know it it might seem to some people like well yeah of course but like do we really actively love ourselves Mm -hmm. right like me choosing hey I'm you know I'm gonna go ride my bike three days a week I'm gonna make that commitment and I'm gonna keep it that's an act of self-love yes for me because that's really important as much as, you know, there are other benefits to it. Yes. Other people benefit from me doing that. But that is, that is, was me saying, I love you enough to give you this time.
0: I value you. I value yeah. me. And that's the important thing. It says we're so busy taught to value everything externally. And mm-hmm. we know through the life's journey, everything is internal. And mm-hmm. the more that I am with love within, the more I find ways to share that love with whatever I am doing, Mm. because the love is the why I want to share this happiness. Mm. I want to share this joy. I want to share this passion. I have it's up to other people, whether they want it or not, that's their free will, but this is who you are, sharing your passion in whatever arena, uh, you know, be it business, be it relationship—I mean, the re- the relationship is re- entwined with everything. But be yeah. it a love, for a child, or a business, the same love of who you are and why you're doing it mm. should be the thread that is a constantly through everything.
1: Yes. Oh gosh, that's so beautiful. You you have such a fabulous perspective. Sarah on things like I just I think I could listen to you talk all day <laughs> it boring. Just, share, just Just, share me some wisdom Sarah I don't even care what it is
0: but <laughs> well, you know I'm looking at you working now with people that are in the mountain biking industry and you know they they're across the board aren't they business owners or artisans or it doesn't matter who or what they are or what they're doing yeah. is that the the mountain biking is their connection to self. It's their passion. Yes. It's their freedom. But many of them, like yourself, have probably not made the connection of, how do I bring this same thing into my work, into what mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. And it's, again, it's that different perspective of like, hell, I'm in the wrong job. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> or what if I brought the same passion to my business uh, unconditionally, unapologetically? Yeah. And pull that into my business. Are you going to lose a few clients because you're being overpassionate? Well, they weren't your proper clients in the they first place. They were phase. not my people they're going to open up to the other people and go, I don't know why I've got to do business with this person, but I feel them and I've got to do
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the peop, my people are the people that see my bikes in the background on my zoom videos and they're like, awesome. Tell me, tell me about what you do, right? Whether they ride or not, but people love these bikes. And I, I've, you know, when I first uh, set up this space and I was like, Oh, I don't know, like my bikes are hanging there. I don't know if I should have that. And, and, People loved it and they asked about it and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just put a few more bikes in the space. <laughs> <laughs> people seem to like it
0: because <laughs> whether they're in the industry, but I really do see the benefit of the people that are the riders. because it doesn't matter what line of work they're in. Mm, you know, no. it is like this is for me. This mountain biking is for me. I'm going to yeah. keep it for myself. And now I'm going to go and go do what I do.
1: But mm. instead of
0: going, I'm going to take everything that this gives me and I'm going to do I'm going to share this with everyone else because I want them to feel the way I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah. even if they end up being like, yeah, I don't I don't really dig mountain biking, but it might yeah. inspire them yes. to do something that they are passionate about. Like they see that you're so passionate about what you love that they may then go, oh, you know what? like I I actually I really love golf. Yes. And I don't do it enough. Right. So I'm going to figure out how I can set up my life so that I get to do that more often.
0: Yeah. The, the funny thing is actually when people ask me, what are you passionate about, Sarah? And I said, this, The podcasting. this is my mountain biking. This is yes. my passion. This is my love. I love doing this. I love yeah. when people are looking for solutions, when they're looking for inspiration, they're looking for that invitation for them to step into their own lives. It's this. Yeah. You're bringing people like yourself who've made that connection, who loves what she does and does it for the right reason. And whether they become clients or not, whether it might just be that pivot they need, mm. that moment where it's like, yeah, where's my happiness? Yes. Right? <laughs> Do I even have a passion? Right. Yeah. And hell, I need to go and find one. And people say, but that's your work, Sarah. And I say, no, this is my calling. This is my purpose. This is my passion. Mm-hmm. And just because it happens to be my work as well, that doesn't mean it's separate. For me, yeah. it's all one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be all one for everybody.
0: No, no, it isn't. Right?
1: Like for some people, it's definitely going to be very separate. Yes. And, you know, it's still a very, that could be a very joyous part of your life that feeds into, ah, yes. I'm make noise here, um, <laughs> that feeds into the other areas of their life.
0: And it's just find, find out what it is. I mean, I think first and foremost, what gets you up in the day, no matter mm-hmm. what the weather is, no mm-hmm. matter what the circumstances are, no matter how you feel that gets you out of bed and that's your driving force to go and do or go and be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you find that, well, I really love this. Then why aren't you doing it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think a a super simple question that people could ask them, like if they haven't figured it out Mm -hmm. is, you know, when they get up in the morning, what would bring me joy today? Yes. What would bring me joy just today? Yeah. You know, and not focus on, I have to find my passion, right? Like it's, you know, like you're feeling like you're unfulfilled or somehow incomplete Mm -hmm. if you haven't figured out the thing or, or maybe you're multi-passionate. Yeah. Right? There are definitely people who are I'm an orchestra of passion,
0: not an instrument. Yes.
1: (laughs) yeah, You know, and so what would bring me joy today? Mm -hmm. Keep it simple.
0: Well, it's rather like the balls up in the air, isn't it? You know, maybe you are an orchestra. I interview an awful lot of musicians and many of Mm. them. I can play this instrument and this instrument. I'm cross genre of music. Right. That's that means that's their ability to be multi-talented. But they couldn't be good at that multi-talent if the core of them Mm. wasn't in the passion for the music. Yes. Right. So don't be scared if you can do a number of things is go back to where's the core. Why are you doing it? Where's Mm. the passion for it? And then the ability will be revealed.
1: Yeah. 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 And as you're talking, I was like, gosh, yeah, that makes me feel like what it you know in the larger context what is my passion Mm -hmm. right is it is it simply the concept of freedom Mm -hmm. because mountain biking gives me freedom yes and i really because we can get so boxed in oh, in our lives with our with our responsibilities with our yes. our our debts with our you know uh, with um the expectations of yeah. others uh, the expectations that we give to ourselves we can get so boxed in and confined and when we can tap into what makes us feel free
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's when we feel most alive. Yes, and that's when we're inspired. Yes, to do things that inspire others, mm-hmm. make change in the world, mm-hmm. that bring happiness not only to us but to other mm-hmm. people. Like emotions are contagious. Absolutely. You know, walk down a street um, and smile, like yes. smile like hugely, mm-hmm. and see what happens to the people coming from the other direction. Mm-hmm almost can't help smiling. There's actually a um, a video on YouTube. It's very short. Sure it's like three minutes long. And it was a bit of a social experiment. It was this um, all, all these people at a bus stop and there's an, uh, a guy there and he starts laughing. Yes. Like hysterically laughing. Have you seen this one? Yes. Yeah. He starts hysterically laughing. And the longer that it goes on, Every, you know people start to join in and they're just laughing at the fact no, that he's you, laughing they just, have no idea what exactly. he's laughing about but it is bringing them joy like nobody's business exactly he like it, it is contagious the emotions that we uh, share into the world are contagious positive and negative yes so what's and the you know, energy what you feed you is
0: what's do? going to grow right?
1: yeah i say so yeah. if,
0: if you are having a bad day Right. You want to be around that energy that's going to uplift you. Well, maybe crack your own smile. You know, yes. Go and start it. Right. You know, and, and just see how, and when you're smiling at people, look at them eye to eye. Mm. Don't mm-hmm. just smile and put your eyes down. Mm-hmm. Look at them. Smile. You might be, have a great day. Oh, mine could go better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that yeah. connection. We don't connect with each other anymore. And then we'll wonder why we feel we're flapping in the wind alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it it can be a little bit um, difficult We or not difficult, but we, we haven't some of a lot of us haven't figured out how to build connection as adults. Like I it's know. so easy for kids. They're out I on know. the playground. Hey, do you want to play? Yeah. And they, you know, they do that thing. Obviously not all kids. Some kids are really shy and they have, but, but, you know, for the most part, kids seem to manage to make connections a lot easier yeah. than we do as adults, because as adults, we're worried, like, Oh, you know, I've been talking to this person, they seem really cool. And I want to say, hey, you know, can we have coffee sometime? But then I'm like, I'm worried that is this person going to think I'm weird yes. or, you know, like it we, we get all self-conscious and and worried about, well, what if they reject me? And that may not be the conscious thought.
0: Right. But it's the underlying.
1: But the underlying feeling is I don't want to come across as weird and I don't want to be rejected.
0: I say be contagious.
1: I agree. Be contagious. Be weird. Be, Be weird. weird.
0: Be just smile. Those that smile back at you, yeah. right? Oh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just one of those people. Wherever I am, you know, at a a lineup or anything, you know, people start talking or I start talking, and it, you know, if it's a moment, a yeah. moment, you know, even like oh God, the weather, <laughs> you know, we laugh about it, <laughs> you know, it's. It's connection. We're all craving for connection. And the reason why we feel that we don't have any self-value is because we've disconnected. And this yeah. outside expectation, what would they think? What would they think? What would they think? Well, you don't yeah. know yeah. until you engage. And if they don't engage back, then well, that's fine. That's their problem. And yeah. if they do, it might be a moment in the day or you never know what else it could lead to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? As a businesswoman, I want to send my cards with me. <laughs>
1: that's a good plan Mm -hmm. yeah and and you know i think it's like it's not a bad idea to just even if you don't have a business Mm -hmm. why don't you have a little business card that just has your name and your contact information and and if you come across somebody that you enjoyed having a conversation with and and you can make it funny like have a little funny card that has a joke on it or or that has an inspirational thing or whatever just that would, you know, that would, could create connection for someone that you, you know, you en- might end up becoming fast friends with. Who Except knows?
0: You don't know until you try. My daughter travels a great deal every year. Mm-hmm. She disappears for at least for a month and goes to some country. Ooh. And a few years ago, because uh, I have two December children either side of Christmas and I plan oh, wow. them so you know I'm no good at math. So I, <laughs> I, bought her, I bought her business cards and it was a photo shoot that she'd done when her hair was kind of pink and her hair has been flown back and it just shows the freedom because she's a spirit, beautiful. Mm. You met her, Tabitha, um, who was doing the drinks at the event. There. Yes, yes. And she's a beautiful free spirit. And I just put her name and I put mixologist, you know, bartender extraordinaire and just an email because I said, when you meet people, and you write it down on a piece of paper, or maybe your phone, you know, haven't got it with you, hand out the card. They're going to remember. They're mm. going to look at this picture of her, and they're going to look at the wild hair, and it's going to bring them back to that experience they have with you. And they're more likely to reach out. Mm. Oh, I don't know about this. I don't know. These cards are funny. And then she started handing them out. Mom, the cards are going on well. <laughs> 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 so again, she was, expectation of what people will think. You have no control over what people will think. Just be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. They'll either accept you or not. And it's, it's okay either way.
1: Yes. Don't take it personally. Yeah. And I mean, any one of us can only handle so many, like really, truly active connections, like people that we converse with on a regular basis. Right. So everybody who decides that they're not your person. Great wonderful yeah. off you go right yeah. i i only have so much space in my life for so many people anyways
0: yeah and it may just be just a moment uh, that lifts up yeah. your day I mean, you know, I say to people, I don't know, I'm always in a flunk and I don't know how to get out. And I say, go for a walk in nature. Listen to the trees, the rustle of the leaves, they're talking to you. Let the wind blow through your hair, blow out the cobwebs. Go by the ocean and let it kiss the shore as it washes away all your woes. Watch mm. children play and hear their laughter. Watch dogs chasing their sticks and their and their balls. If you don't crack a smile, if your heart doesn't open up, you're not human.
1: Mm. And And I would add on to that, if you're in a place where um you know like a waiting room or something like mm-hmm. my my son has the odd um, orthodontist appointment and so I'm, I'm in the waiting room for 10 or 15 minutes and if there's someone else in the room maybe don't engage with your phone and yes. instead start a conversation
0: yes oh please put the phone down please we we were out for dinner the other night with a family of four and the two kids were talking and both parents were on their phones and not even engaging with their children yeah. I just broke my heart. Phone. And we all do it. We do. You know, we all No phone do at it. the table. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can even, if you're looking at something like Facebook or things like this and you start laughing, <laughs> this is funny, start sharing it. Yes. <laughs> right? Maybe that's the breaking of the ice, right? Yeah. But don't mm. down into the phone and, and not reach out to other people. Because for yeah. some people, it might be the only interaction they have other than with the orthodontist that day. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's, an, you know, another parent, right, if they have a young child, uh, especially if it's a mom, mm-hmm. you might be the only adult interaction right. that she has. I remember yes. when my son was really young and all of my friends either didn't have kids or their kids were older and I really struggled to connect with other moms who had kids around my son's age. Man, I felt alone. I know. I felt yeah. really alone.
0: I know. It was my a husband- really hard time. My husband used to come home and he'd been talking all day in his job. And I said, I finally had adult conversation. But he didn't want to talk because he'd been talking all day. And I'd been talking Baba talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> so I needed an adult to talk to. So, yeah, yeah, we never know. And again, don't assume. I like the four agreements, right? Mm-hmm. Speak a word with integrity. Don't assume, ask, right? Do your very best based on your uh, gauge, not somebody else's gauge. Yeah. And what's the? Other, and don't take things personally. Oh, if that's somebody a huge one. You, don't take things personally. It's just where they're at right now. Even if somebody comes in and is bashing you for something, it's their issue they're imposing upon you.
1: Yeah, it's about them. It it's is. not a, whatever they do, whatever yeah. they say. It's about them. It's not about you. Yeah, and you might you, be you, reacting. Yes, to something that you've said or done. Right, but but it's it's their yeah. reaction is mm-hmm. about them
0: yes it is and you don't have to take it on I'm sorry you no. feel that way I wish you well and walk away right yeah. and just you know I, I live with this wonderful 90 year old and uh, somebody called her a name the other day and oh. she chewed on it for a few days and then she came to me am I a, a this am I a that and, and I go no darling and it turned out to be somebody that was just being nasty Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and using her as the tool to be nasty with to get back at someone else but Aww. she's 90 and she kind of took it all personally and it took about yeah. three days to change her mind that she wasn't yeah. there so we, we've got to also be mindful of you know go and dump your frustrations on that bike ride or that yes. anger or anything take it out somewhere else please don't try and take it out on other people I know that sometimes it's reactionary
2: mm-hmm.
0: catch yourself Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm dumping on you. I'm sorry, um, I'm not good to be around right now. I need to go and deposit this somewhere else.
1: Yeah, or ask them, hey, is it okay if I vent? Yes. This isn't about you. Right. I just need I just to, need to vent. You're good Let's get it yeah. out there. <laughs> and not everybody is in a space where they can where they can hold space yes. for that. Like they may be in a space where an additional negativity is going to just... really be a problem for them. Yeah. Right? So it's all being mindful of the impact of how you're being the behaviors you're exhibiting the words you're saying the impact of that on other people yeah
0: and you know again back not to assuming like you know before we did the show you were interviewing a woman out of england who has 10 children Mm. and Mm. you know she has a degree and she's had a couple of partners and you know i had three and believe me that was enough 10 you know and and, um i you know i've had the wonderful um lachelle atkins who has uh birthed 13 children and has 15 children. And it's like, and she's a businesswoman. And you think, how the hell did they do it? Yes. You know, um, <laughs> they had to go through burnout and they had to go through all of the other things to realize what not to do. Mm. And then they had to use this other word, which we don't use enough delegate.
2: Mm.
0: Right? Like yeah. in your own business, you don't, I, I do. Yes, I'm yeah i own it i wear all the hats right and i've learned to you know make sure they're not all out or not once that's the, the yes, trick right that not all the trick. Out <laughs> once. but it is you know if you can delegate mm. if you can go in my business you know i'm just no good at this mm. or i'm i really prefer to have somebody else do that and you can mm-hmm. hand it over because that's somebody else's expertise yeah it's your nightmare
1: right it's their joy mm-hmm <laughs> And, and, and your nightmare. Yeah. Yes. So Let them have their joy yes. and, and, and eliminate a nightmare for yourself. Exactly.
0: That's why you know, everybody, you know, it's about teamwork. It's about community, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'd love it when you see entrepreneurs like you have in, you know, in the bike mountain bike industry, where everybody has their own strengths or their own businesses, their own anything else, but mm-hmm. because you're a hub and you're a community, If you need the services of one or the other, there's already a camaraderie. There's already a vibe tribe that you don't need to have anything proved of this person. You know where you're coming from and you're more likely to go to their services. Find a vibe tribe.
1: Yes. Yeah. Find the people that you just, there, there can be, we can get so caught up in how we're supposed to be in the world or who we're supposed to hang out with. um, You know, the systems we're supposed that are supposed to bring success and one of the, you know, like, especially in the coaching space, there are so many business coaches out there who, you know, follow my system and, and you're going to be a six-figure coach. (laughs) And, and I'm like, you know what, that system's going to work really well for someone.
0: Yeah.
1: It it doesn't, you know, but you can also take little bits from, you know, the different uh, systems that are out there and create a completely different system that works for you. And like, exactly. it's, it's true in business and it's also true very much in life, Yes, right? How one person does something, Oh, what's the 5% of that, that I can take, that's going to work really well for me. And and then another 10% from what that person does over there. And Ooh, you know what? 30% of that is really yes. going to be helpful for me. So you know, not holding up any one person's or organization's way of doing things as like the way, Yeah. but being able to, knowing yourself well enough to be able to identify that's going to be helpful for me. That's going to work for me. And you can find a much happier life when you're able to do that.
0: But the important thing is the me, me be me,
1: Mm. right? Mm Now,
0: You're a podcaster as well. I don't know if you've had anybody. Do you do it like so-and-so? Or you need to be more like so-and-so? Oh, it needs to be this, it needs to be that because somebody else is doing that. And I say, mm. well, you know, they're already doing that. I'm just going to be doing Sarah, yes. right? And you can take it or leave it, right? And that you're going to always get that in business. No, you should be doing it this way. No, you should be doing it that way,
2: mm-hmm. right? And
0: it's like, you've got to know who you are back to why you're doing it, the love and passion of why you're doing it what system works for you that you can best share it with your client coming Mm -hmm. from you Mm -hmm. not somebody else you people are going to buy you before they're going to buy anything from you and they want to know that authenticity of you is in everything you do
1: yes yes that consistency showing up consistently as you um will and and people know when it's not you, oh yeah, like right, like when it's not authentic, when you're like trying on a um, <laughs> trying on a system that clearly does not fit you, yeah, <laughs> people will spot it right away, mm-hmm. and um, it's going, oh okay, what can I instead of going, oh that failed and I suck, going, um, okay, what part of that was helpful and what part of mm-hmm. like what can I learn from this experience and adjust for the next time. Exactly
0: but it's also okay to say no.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know about you, but I get hit with people all the time. Come and do my program. Come and do this. Come and do that. Uh, you've got to do this. You've got to do that. And it's like, thank you. Really busy right now. Well, thank you for thinking of me, but uh, no, thank you. It's okay to say no.
1: Totally okay to say no, especially in this world. I think right now there are so many opportunities Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter where you are in life, whether you're, you know, just graduating from high school and trying to figure out like, what's your career going to be, if that's even a thing anymore, right. (laughs) Um, You know, or your midlife and you're trying to figure out like, what's your next step or, you know, maybe even, you know, your, your technically, you know, retirement age. I use that in air quotes because, you know, I I don't actually believe (laughs) who retires. I don't, I don't actually believe in retirement. Um, But Oh, now I've forgotten my thought pattern. <laughs> I forgot my thought. But she yeah, I've retired, but you just retired. Yes. <laughs> my brain just retired from the comment I was just making. <laughs> That's what happens when you, when you make a uh, sub thoughts, you, yeah. you let your sub thoughts take over.
0: <laughs> but, but there's a very good case in point here. And it come back to you in a moment when it does jump in. Yeah. It's okay to, to lose your train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> if you're in the middle of a presentation, that suddenly you know it's over there and you're not with it. And it's learn to laugh about it. If the other person gets uptight about it, there's not a client for you. Right? Yeah. I mean, if yes. the person laughs along with you, oh, that happens to me, right? There's even more of a of a connection there. So it's yeah. okay to yes. to for these faux pas, I call them flawsums, yes. Right? For yes, the to happen. Them. We've all got flaws that uh, there's just cracks in us that have happened through life experience. Yes. Fill each of those cracks up with self-love, yes. right? And now in that flawsomeness, you're sharing all those beautiful quirks that yes. you are. Don't apologize. Like, oh, I shouldn't tell No, no. <laughs> it's just laugh about it. It happens.
1: <laughs> and that that I'm grateful is something that I've actually gotten pretty good at, is laughing at myself, yes. laughing at, oh, you know what? I just totally flubbed that. Yeah oh i forgot my train of thought yes oh yes (laughs) which by the way i remembered (laughs) you see Rediversion, it it comes back (laughs) yeah 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 but um yeah it was all about there's just so many choices yes out there no matter what stage of life you're at and if you don't get good at saying no yeah to a few things you you end up in you end up like this multi-armed human octopus right that's trying to do all the trying to do everything um and you don't really find any satisfaction in any of it Mm. because a a lot of it is just not going to be meaningful for you right right and so it comes back to that do you know yourself do you Mm. know what makes you happy do you know what's fulfilling and meaningful for you and when you do that, then the no's become easy. You don't, yes. you don't end up sitting on the fence for, right. you know, days on end yeah. going, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Should yeah. I do it? Should... You'll, you, you, you might deliberate a little bit, but the answer will, will become okay. clear pretty quickly.
0: I say, listen to your core. When my core right here mm. says, no, I don't need mm-hmm. to justify, verify or, or know why it yeah. says, no, it's, there's my protection. It's my compass. It says, no, if mm-hmm. it doesn't, say anything okay then obviously I need to know more Mm. maybe I'm just meant to learn something from this or maybe there is an opportunity here I'm meant to explore but when that compass says to me no it's absolute no and I don't need to I don't need to justify why that no is there it's just no thank you no
1: I love that I love I love that a lot because sometimes we feel like we need to justify our answer I'm especially when it's a no, mm-hmm. no, because, well, does there need to be a because?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And, and, and
1: are you justifying it for yourself or are you right. justifying it for the other person?
0: Unapologetically, remember, we can go say no unapologetically. Yes. Why do we have to apologize for saying no? Yeah, we don't. No, we don't, folks. Remember that? We don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> just be <laughs> flawsome you know i'm not to so be gracious and you know
1: oh absolutely right? you know, absolutely oh, you don't have to be rude about no. it
0: <laughs> and i think you know a, a grace in all aspects of life mm-hmm. is important you know people think mm-hmm. of grace and think of somebody that's elegantly dressed or something like that but no there's grace in our actions there's mm-hmm. grace in our tone there's grace in in the way um, we react and i think mm-hmm. it's that you can say no nicely you can you know i I'm, I may be old fashioned, but I still like pleasers and thank yous.
2: Yes. Right.
0: And I think it's something that's gone by the wayside in many ways. But I think, um, you know, uh, thank you for the offer, but not for me. Right. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, you don't need, that's it, full stop.
1: Yeah. Full stop. I even, I even do that um you know i I don't know if you get a lot of these on linkedin but like these uh, messages saying hey try you know we'd love to get you in our system we can get you five (laughs) yeah and and what what i usually do is i respond with thanks for the opportunity not right for me at this moment
0: exactly Exactly, or some some something some, along that you know, line version of that. In fact, yeah. actually, LinkedIn has even come up with. And no, thank you, thank you for the. You know, they've even they obviously right. get a lot of people doing this now. So you know, <laughs> I know that you know it's just that uh, everybody. I think also with your business is, I am. Um, uh, how intrusive do you want to be? And I think there's certain mm-hmm. areas that just because you can post, there, should you right you know I'm very much about the inspiration because the invitation and if you're invited to know more that's great but I'm not about shoving it in people's faces because I think Mm. there's so much that it reminds me of the flash that we used to have on the sites remember you go into a site and it was flash 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 and they were horrible they were horrible because (laughs) you couldn't get to any content without this goddamn flash and it's like they're no longer around because I think they pissed too many people off but it's (laughs) it's about um, it's you know what the, the other thing is, I go into people's websites uh, to to know who they are, and then when I talk to them, but how many times do I talk to them? And I realize somebody else did their website generically or just fashionably, but where are they in it? Mm. Again, you talked about continuity. Make sure it is representative in every area of your life. Anybody coming to my site knows it's going to be colorful. There's going to be spelling mistakes. There's going to be flaws because that's Sarah, right? But this is who Sarah is. I've hired people in the past to redo it and they were going to do it in the latest fashionable way and it was not functional for me, Mm. okay? So yes, I'm old-fashioned. You're just going to have it the old-fashioned way. Own it. Don't get caught up. I've got to do this because everybody else is doing it, Yeah. right? Yes, you do have to sometimes step up in a new direction to be current, right? But it is, is it within, is it really something that's going to serve you? Can you manage it? Are you taking on too much? Um, But it is is it something that's really you? And then it goes back to, is it a yes or a no? Mm-hmm. Right? And sit with it. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to make a decision straight away.
1: You know what that makes me think of? Do you remember, Um, well, Marie Kondo, I, I don't know if she's as prominent as she used to be, but, but um, you know, the what was it? The Simple Joy of clean, Tidying Up or something like right. that, her book, right? Yeah. Um, but she often talked about, you know, when you're cleaning your space that you hold something and think, you know, is there a spark? Does it bring you joy? Uh-huh. Yes. And I think we can ask the same question with the opportunities that come up, whether it's a, a, a business program that might move your business forward or, you know, a fun night out mm-hmm. with friends that's, you know, maybe a band that you don't, you don't know, or, you, you know, it, it can be in so many different contexts, but ask yourself, does this spark joy? Yes. Does this opportunity spark joy in me? That can be one of, you know, and not the only decision-making metric, maybe, but certainly one of them, because if it doesn't bring you joy, why would you do it?
0: And that goes even further saying, am I willing to give my time to this? Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know what it is. Mm. But it's you know it's, it's got you curious enough and wonderment enough to explore it. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by this. My gut says, go and explore and see what it is. Mm-hmm. And then the joy of discovery will come to you. Right. But yeah. it's, am I willing to give up the biggest thing I have in my life or second biggest thing? Love is self-love is one. The other one is your time. Yeah. Am I willing to give up my time for this?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if, if it's like, you know, this is worth exploring. Right. Go with your yeah. gut, listen to your gut, listen to your instincts, listen to it. Uh, you know, the, nothing about this kind of looks right for me, so no, I'm not going to give up my time. I'm getting that yeah. feeling. The other yeah. feeling is, hmm, there's just enough there for me yeah. to give up my time and explore.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think I think for some people, the challenges in listening Like, is, mm-hmm. is tapping into their, their gut instinct. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to do that. No. Nope. Because and i do not feeling it. <laughs> I don't even know if I can explain. And, and I was certainly one of those people. Like I second guessed myself. And, mm-hmm. and even now, I still sometimes second guess myself. Um, certainly less than I used to. But I, I don't even know how I would give someone a how to. <laughs> uh, well, now again, that I've brought it feeling. up, I feel like I should.
0: No, no, no. It's the feeling. Again, if you yeah. can't feel it, you, you know, your thoughts are trillions of thoughts going through your head every Mm. day and they're going to Mm. latch on to something and then they magnify. Mm. It's like you give AI a sentence and it will come out with 20 paragraphs of explanation, right? And this Mm -hmm. is what's going on in our heads. And it's like, no, I want to know, this is the question always, folks. I want to know, how do I feel about this? Mm. Because when you ask how I feel about it, you either feel a pushback, oh, okay, Mm." or you go... That feels good. This feels yeah. something. Trust your feeling. We're not taught to feel. Oh no, feel. Yeah. It's been emotional. No, all of our emotions are there for a reason. Every single yes. one of them. Look at that emotion. Spend that emotion. Acknowledge where it's coming from. Don't become emotional about your emotions.
1: Mm, yes. Yes. And you know another thing um, that we do. We probably don't even do it consciously. Most of us. We actually make decisions with our emotions and then we Mm -hmm. justify them with our, with, with logic. Mm -hmm. So we're actually already making emotional decisions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and and sometimes it's, I don't want to disappoint that person. Uh, Right. Sometimes like, so sometimes, you know, we're making decisions with emotions that are, they're negative emotions. They're not, they're not our emotions. Expectations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm expected yeah. to do this. Yeah. So we're already making. if I do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're already making decisions based on our emotions mm-hmm. and then justifying them with logic. Uh-huh. It's, it's a matter of, you know, well, which, which emotions are you tapping into? Exactly. The ones where I'm feeling beholden to other people, mm-hmm. or is it the one that tells me this is truly right for me?
0: Exactly. And that requires you doing whatever it is you need to do. Mountain biking, mm. meditating, getting up and dance, singing, whatever it is that takes mm. you to your space, takes you to your happy space. And yeah. from that happy space, then ask that question again. And, yes. then, and then feel it because then that truth and honesty will always come through. It comes yeah. through when you're in your channel.
1: Yeah. When, when you're make, in
0: your core space.
1: Yeah. When we make decisions from a positive headspace, mm. the result is often far far better for us than when we make decisions from a negative space. And I
0: want people to understand that feelings or emotions actually can be different. Emotions are reactions. Mm. Feeling is feeling the truth. The knowingness Mm. is when the source divine energy, whatever you wish to call it comes through you that resonates your heart into truth that goes into your spirit, into action and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. There is no Mm. doubt there is no need to validate it just is when the feeling is just is then you know Mm -hmm. it's right that's a beautiful distinction with you then you know it's right the emotion is I'm angry joy this that etc I'm going to come from that reaction of that emotion the feeling of your truth is something you'll feel your back go up the chakras lining up you'll feel your whole body it just is yeah then you know you're in your truth wow Trust that feeling. Don't go into mm. your headspace again, but why do I feel like this? So how do I feel like it just is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. I think, uh, when people learn to meditate that mm. becomes a little bit more easier to access. Yeah. If you've never meditated, it can be, it can be a bit more challenging.
0: Well, your mountain biking is your form of meditation.
1: It absolutely is
0: right. So it doesn't have to be sit cross-legged. Hum, ha. For some people, no. it's not the thing. It's it, it's you take you take your busy mind and your body, which knows what to do because it's mountain biked for so long. It's mm-hmm. in action, so your mind can be at peace.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My body knows what to do when I'm on the trail, and I'm I'm watching. Yes. Right, like I'm paying attention. Yes. But, um, yeah, it, it's become. Free. Yeah, my spirit is free. I've become quite intuitive yes. uh, on what's happening on the trail. And, and it, a bit of a comparison could maybe be um, like someone who's played music. Mm-hmm. And we talked mm-hmm. about that a little earlier. Music for for many years, I was a, I, I took piano when I was uh, quite in grade school. And I played in competitions. And what we would do is build up physical memory. Yes. So I would play a piece so many times a specific way. That when I went into the competition, I actually literally didn't have to think about where my fingers were going. They just naturally went there. I had that physical memory. Right. And it's it's a wonderful meditative space to be in.
0: Because it allows the passion to now express Yes, that I could
1: feel, yes. I didn't have to think, because I wasn't thinking about what I was playing, mm-hmm. I could actually just feel the music and play it actually more expressively. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I love watching, you know, these music talent shows. And then you, know, you, you hear the judges say, um, technically brilliant, mm. but I didn't feel it.
1: Oh. And then you've
0: got somebody that comes out and they're feeling it. And they may they may be a bit pitchy here or drop there or whatever. But my God, did you feel it? And isn't that what music's meant to be? It's not oh, just hearing it, it's feeling it. How did it make you feel? I, you know, I have a music channel and I love interviewing musicians. Mm-hmm. Love it because they're already in their truth. Yeah, they're already in their calling and their passion. It's just how they exist in the world, bringing that passion to everybody. But the truth of who they are and what they're doing is already there. Yeah. So it's a guilty pleasure, but <laughs> and it's they're set free when they play their music. You're set free when you're mountain biking. I'm set yeah. free doing this, right? We've, yes. got to, we've got to find where we set free. Where does our spirit oh. just take flight? And open up our soul and our heart and and everything to know. To know what we need to know, when we need to know, when we come off and feel (sighs) spent, happy, and clear.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that that is how I feel when I finish a good ride. Mm -hmm. Totally spent, super happy, Mm -hmm. and very clear-headed. Uh-huh. Yeah. There isn't the the same level of... um, Clutter, chatter, yeah. chatter noise yes. going on in my brain.
0: Yeah. It's a reset. Yeah. It is yes. a
1: beautiful reset. Yeah. And that's exactly what I call it. It's my midday reset.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now taking that same feeling or finding that way to channel that into one's business. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to keep the same etheria up, you know, um, for days on end without having to go back out there again. That's why people do daily meditations or daily stuff. Um, but it, it is knowing how to tap into that because when you bring that peace, that clarity, that freedom, that, yeah. that is to whatever you're doing, whatever your work is, yeah. that's when you really know you're on track. You're not working anymore. Yes. You're just being, Yeah, right? You are being, doing what you are being and everybody feels it and wants to have a part of it, no matter what it is. Yeah. You've stepped yeah. into your beingness. You finally connected your passion to your conviction and you are now being, and you're sharing your beingness with other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it and it's really cool to be able to just be the mountain biker. Yeah. You know, like, and it's kind of, it's, it's what people have long known me for is, mm-hmm. is for the fact that I am a cyclist. For many years I commuted to work on a bike. Like I didn't drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for 15 years I commuted bike to work from different, you know, I lived in a few different places at the time. So, um, yeah, that, and that was really cool. And that's how people have always known me as a passionate cyclist mountain biker. And so to be able to pair those mm-hmm. pair my work with my cycling just feels so right and when i (laughs) yeah and and when i show up and i've got bikes in the background Mm. and i'm wearing like you know like a biking t-shirt or something Mm. it's it's okay it's like it's part of who i am versus me feeling like i need to show up you know dressed up Mm -hmm. in something or you know in in clothes that i that i otherwise yeah that i otherwise don't wear
0: exactly it's not you Right? And that's the difference is that what do people crave these days? They crave honesty and authenticity. They're Mm -hmm. so tired of the con men and the fake news and the the falsehood and and the facade. It's like, I'm too tired. There's too much going on in the world. I'm too tired for that. Give me you. Mm
2: -hmm. And if I
0: see you and I like you and you've got something I need, I'm there to do business with you. Yeah. It, we ha- it's a waste of energy and time to be anything else just yeah. be you and mm-hmm. the people that see you, feel you will be yeah. the people that want to do business with you Yeah, and of yeah. course in your industry whether it's cycling, whether it's mo- mountain biking whether it's electric biking you know, whatever <laughs> it is it's, if it's got two wheels <laughs> yes, you I'm know in. the world and, and no matter what those people are doing in their work life um, they need Guidance, help along the way to make sure that the passion of who they are in the, those moments of being on the bike, um. are brought to every aspect of their life, and they feel, I don't know how to make that connection. How did you do it, Carmel? You know, which you you know, the two of them were looking at each other for so long and finding, oh, here's the glue, <laughs> <laughs> put it together. They yes. need that glue.
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: in having that, finding that glue, what services do you offer, and how do people? um find you and what do you help them go through to find that group?
1: Yeah. Um so what I do is I offer a, a group I, I do offer individual coaching and that's really totally bespoke. Um, if you have a, a challenge or you're finding, you know, especially if you're finding that you're not finding a lot of happiness in your life and you want to figure out how you can bring more of that in, we can work one-on-one to do that. The other thing that i have is specifically for women who mountain bike Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a six week program where we actually tackle the mindset Mm -hmm. and it's it's not actually this particular program is not on the bike Mm -hmm. um so it's it's online and it's really an opportunity to look at mountain biking not while riding Mm -hmm. but looking at what's going on in our heads while we're riding um, but the beauty of it is that it's not just about riding. Right. It is, it is also about all those areas of your life. So how riding do you, your <laughs> mm-hmm. so how do you tap into, um, you know, better performance? Hmm. How do you tap into better relationships and how do you create more happiness in your life both on and off the trail? Yes. So that I'm, I'm really excited about that one because I, because I get to work with women who mountain bike. <laughs>
0: Would you say that it'd be a great idea if they went and had a bike ride before coming to a session?
1: Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 They're
0: they're fully engaged in the full open channel and really ready to receive.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they might have, um, things that have happened Mm. on that ride that they can be, Oh, well this happened while I was riding this, you know, earlier today. And, and, um, but yeah, just kind of being, what I hope is that you know, yes, it's part of their whole life, but they'll also like be mindful while they're riding. What's right. going on for me right now, mm-hmm. right? When they come up to something that's really, that scares them, can they uh, can they um, wrangle the fear, mm-hmm. right? Notice the fear and then step back from it and objectively look at and, and tap into their, that inner wisdom yes. that knows I've got the skills for this or I don't have the skills for this. And so, and if I don't, then what do I need to learn in order to be able to do this? Right. Um, and it, that applies to your whole life.
0: Exactly. It doesn't right? So they're business, not separate.
1: Right? They, yeah. They're yeah. not separate.
0: Right. We've got to realize that we are the business of self. You mm. may be in business or not in business, but you've got to understand you are a business. And that means that you need to take care of yourself as if you were. We mm-hmm. look after our finances, our health, our shelter, our this and that. That's all the business of your own survival. As you said, when you're going down there, the preservation of self is in the roof of your head, the food in your stomach, your security. Mm-hmm. Right? Secure going down that. But where's the freedom of you? Where's the joy yeah. of you, right? Yes. And it's, if you, it doesn't matter if you're business or not. Take care of you business. You business yeah. first. And then whatever yeah. you're in whether it's just mm-hmm. living life and enjoying it or having a business, you're going to bring a different person into that yeah. arena that's going to open other people up to you because they're mm-hmm. going to feel the genuine you, mm-hmm. not the the delusional you that has been society's expectation of what you should be.
1: Yes. Yeah, and 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 stepping away from those expectations is so important, mm. right? That's where we get to be who we really want to be and and it and the thing about it is that it feels so freaking good yes yes when you get to that place
0: yes it just is
1: right it just feels so good yes. so it's it's like um you'll just know when you get there mm-hmm. and and you may you may not stay there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like this is the, one of the things about life is that you'll you know you'll get to a place and then you might end up drifting you know let's take a boat right (laughs) boat analogy you end up drifting a little bit away from you know that perfect place you want to be and then you have to then it's a matter of well oh okay i've i've noticing that you've drifted Mm -hmm. and then figuring okay well how do i either get back to that place or how do i get to a new place that i want to go to
0: and and also paying attention to what's around you when you've drifted because maybe there was something Mm -hmm. you were meant to pick up and learn along the way yes lessons are everywhere and one of the biggest problems is we don't pay attention to the signs because we're so busy trying to follow this (laughs) you know live life by numbers instead of like you know the old analogy of you know god coming to rescue you and up on the roof, and he sends you know a helicopter, a boat, and this and that. No, no, God's going to rescue me, and then goes up to heaven because he drowns. And God says, "Why? I sent you everybody to rescue you." <laughs> you yes, know, I love, wrong.
1: I love that story. That's a fun one. And, yeah. and
0: that's that is so much of us with life. No, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. No, the signs are there. Take yeah. off the blinkers. Be yeah. present in your own life, and then you will be aware of what's around you.
1: Yes, and it's it's recognizing or acknowledging that the it might not look the way you thought it would right Absolutely. like the story of uh, the story of me wanting a house on this edge of the trails yes. and yes well this this is not a house on the edge of the trails it's maybe even better
0: because it's between two trails because it's
1: between two <laughs> sets of trail networks right but it's it's recognizing that you know it may not look exactly the way you wanted or imagined that it would but are you paying attention to realize the parts that yes. you wanted that are showing up in your yes. in your everyday life
0: like prince rupert and nanaimo
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea how much you'd like nanaimo until exactly. the op- one of the options was prince rupert and i'm sure prince rupert is lovely yes, i've it, never it's, lived there yeah, no, but, it's but just- we we must acknowledge yeah. yeah. <laughs> we must acknowledge that it is quite gray and very cold yes, for a good yes. chunk it's of the damp, year. So.
0: It's damp, damp, damp all of the the year. And I like some sunshine. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's the thing is sometimes we don't realize we're actually in paradise. Mm. And what we haven't done is paid attention to happy is just waiting for you to switch on. You're mm-hmm. already where you're meant to be, mm-hmm. but you're not paying attention to it because you're so busy looking for, well, what will make me happy? How about being present? Happiness is right here. <sighs>
1: Man, yeah, yeah. And that, that just brings me back to that gratitude. Yes. Can you be thankful for what you have mm. right now, even though it maybe doesn't look like you originally wanted it to? Exactly. I had a friend post on Facebook yesterday, actually, it's just so timely. She, um, she happened to be, uh, on a walk with her dog and she finished one audio book, had a little conversation with someone, and then she must have pressed play or something on another thing by accident and it was this uh writer talking about he would go for a walk and it would be left foot thank right foot you left foot thank right foot you so that we couldn't t- uh, tap into gratitude right that he, he would engage in this simple that process you. in right. order to tap into yeah. the gratitude yes. you know so that you you just kind of program thank you you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, and it's simple that uh, I'm walking down the street in peace mm-hmm. on a sunny day mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the birds are singing or, you know, it, it doesn't have to be big gratitude. Right. It just needs to be gratitude for what's here right now.
0: Acknowledgement. Just yeah. as we want acknowledgement, we want to be acknowledged. We've mm-hmm. got to acknowledge the things around us. Mm-hmm. Even if we're looking at something that is heartbreaking, like people homeless on the street. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just paying attention to them, mm-hmm. just seeing them smiling. Yeah, you know, I see you. You're not invisible.
1: Yes. Because how many people walk them. past yeah. how yeah. many people walk past homeless yeah. Yeah. people and don't even acknowledge that they because exist? They're,
0: they're too embarrassed to say, you know, I'm secure. I'm thank God I'm not you. Yeah. But then why don't you? I'm so grateful. I am not in the same situation but yes. i see you yeah so change our perspective it's everything in life
1: mm-hmm.
0: your site my darling on all your social media somebody wants to sign up for this course and they <laughs> want to mountain bike into a joyful life so <laughs>
1: <laughs> well my my website is your and my social media most of my social media uh handles are just carmel ecker can you spell um, that for people listening? Darling? Sure. C A R M E L E C K E R. And on, on LinkedIn, I'm Carmel Ecker. So you can always find me on there and happy to connect.
0: And of course, on a lot of the other social medias, you're also um, your one amazing life. Uh, so, um, your Facebook, you were in that as well. I don't know if you're on Instagram in, in that as well. Um,
1: I actually have a few Instagram profiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them, and one of them is strictly for um, my mountain biking stuff. And right. that one actually is single track soul retreats.
0: Great. That needs to be up there. Yeah. I also, um, you've got your own podcast. So how do people find that?
1: I do. Yes. Yeah. So the podcast, it's on pretty much all the platforms out there. certain um, But certainly Apple, Spotify, um, I'm trying to, I Heart radio anyways. And, um, it's called single and mighty mm. and it's the podcast for single parents living mighty lives. Yeah. So it doesn't really have anything to do with mountain biking, but it it's, um, you know, still relevant to what we're talking about today. It's, it's really about finding joy yes. in your life, right? Finding power yeah. and, and agency. And we actually had a, a, Amazing guest today that I'm so excited. Uh, we'll be publishing that one in early January. And it's actually who we were—you were mentioning earlier. She's um, a single mom with ten kids, and uh, she has her PhD. And she got her PhD while you know she was mothering. And she's just she's so awesome. Like I I just can't wait to put that episode up.
0: I mm. mean, you know, there again, inspiration begets invitation. Right, yes. and we're inspired. I, yes. You know whether I'm, mean, you know whether people are mountain bikers or not. When they listen to the show today, they're going to look at mountain bikers and go, "Ah, oh, I now get why you do what you do. Mm. And what am I doing that is going to give me my freedom?" Yeah, right. And and there's that invitation. But you also have a free giveaway: the um, morning motivator opt-in.
1: Yes. Yes. So I have a little morning motivator and it's a, it's a recording and a a gratitude practice. And there's a third thing in there that I can't remember at this moment, but, (laughs) um, but it's, it's really, um, it's, it takes five, maybe 10 minutes and it's a, it's just a fun way to start your day that gets you excited about the day ahead. So I, I just wanted to create that, um, for people to, you know, you might not have your own routine. This is a super simple, super fast routine that you can integrate into your day to just kind of start your day off on a positive note.
0: Set you on the right track.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. And, and then that- you can adjust as as needed.
0: Yes. Expand as yeah. needed as you go. As so you do yes. more and more joy into your day, right? Which
1: yeah, exactly. Important. Exactly. We need
0: more joy in the world. We need more mm. happiness. And so many mm. people are feeling, I just don't know how to be happy anymore. Mm. You know, Burden, 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 misery, misery, misery. And it's like, or well, I feel guilty if I'm happy because the world is so miserable. But we've Ugh. got to understand our happiness, our joy, our elevation of self-love, literally brings us up to a higher hertz, a higher frequency. And in that higher frequency, we can't knowingly harm anyone else, but do so harms ourselves. And if mm. more and more people get to that level, we're going to find more and more peace into the world. Yes. So you're an incredibly important equation in the equation of happiness in life.
1: Mm, thank you. Thank you for that. And I would say the same of you. You put out a lot of positivity into the world and, um, and we need it
0: we do need it. Yes. It's what we feed folks. You could feed the misery. We can acknowledge it. You can acknowledge the things that are going on. If you're empowered to do something and help someone, please do, Mm -hmm. but please don't get caught up in the misery because nobody wins your joy, your happiness, your self-love, that love of everything you do that exudes from you is the solution.
1: Yeah. Negative emotions are a signal. Mm -hmm they are, we are not meant to hang out in them. They are exactly. meant to be a signal that tells us, Hey, there's something you need to pay attention to. Exactly. Resolve. And then, yeah, yeah. Resolve, fix, whatever, yeah. sh- make a shift, whatever it is. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it, when we get into trouble is when we decide we're going to like, um, hang out and, mm-hmm. and, you know, make a, make a home with misery yes. right so when we treat it as the the red flag the signal that it is and then go ah oh, okay there's something to pay attention to here um now i'm going to tap into you know my own inner wisdom what needs to happen from yes. this place yes
0: exactly that's that's when
1: that's how we can use negative emotions as opposed to being trapped by them
0: exactly they're not there to get you they're there no. to propel you by addressing yes. what's not working so you can put things right to be working yes and you know that's, exactly as you said all the preparation you need in order to go down that mountain right yeah. you've got to put things in order for you to find that freedom and that's yeah. sometimes when we look at a burden or something and it's like oh but this allows me to do that so I'm going yeah. to look at it differently right
1: yeah yeah beautiful so,
0: there we go folks so again your um, your one amazing life right? Yes, right. com. it is, you know, you are one amazing life, right? <laughs> and yes. you want that amazing life. And so please step into that amazing life because it yes. awaits you and you need the help to do it, especially if you're a mountain bike, a uh, mountain biker, Camel is here to do it. But, you know, you help people whether they're mountain bikers or not, right? It doesn't matter. Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. It,
0: but you're going to pass on that same joy that same clarity that same love yeah. of life yes. the love of life right yes. and when you ignite that point life changes
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: thank you so much love and i'm um, merry merry christmas to you because this is one of yes. the last shows of the year and so you know thank you so much for being here and to everyone else out there you know have a very wonderful festive season, whichever you celebrate. But remember, it's about togetherness. It's about love. Yes. It's about laughter. It's about joy. And mm. let's have so much of it
1: that mm. the cup
0: runneth over.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you <laughs> so much, Sarah.
0: Oh, pleasure. Anytime. You're welcome to come on back. Anytime. Awesome. So folks, remember the passion and the joy, right? Put the two together. Um, the passion and the purpose. And when you do, your life is going to change. You're taking flight. So until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.